From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, June 14th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Charges have been filed in connection with the shooting deaths of four people that shook a small village in Madison County last month. The West Jefferson Police Department tells the Columbus Dispatch that 35-year-old John Steckel was charged today in Madison County Municipal Court. He's accused of killing Andrew Swindle and Sean Wright, both 45 years old, as well as 38-year-old Leon Daniels and 30-year-old Jamie Lavender on May 24th. No motive for the crime has been released at this time. The murders are the first homicide case in nine years in West Jefferson, a village of around 4,000 people located 18 miles west of Columbus. Around Ohio, a 12-year-old boy and 4-year-old girl drowned over the weekend in separate incidents, and there was a close call involving a 4-year-old in Northeast Ohio. Marissa Sines spoke with emergency pediatric doctor Perva Grover. Several instances involving children, including a missing Painesville boy, found unconscious in a pond Saturday morning. Doctors say saving a life and preventing drownings starts with something that sounds simple. Every child should be accounted for. According to experts, many drownings happen in crowded places. It's more dangerous in some way because there are so many distractions available. Should you be a bystander to someone struggling in water or drowning, call 911 and then jump in to help. Go ahead and start. Do not wait for help to come. Marissa Signs, 3 News. Over the weekend, a 12-year-old boy died in the Muskingum River in eastern Ohio in Dresden. A 4-year-old girl died in a pool in Akron, and a 23-year-old man died in a creek west of Columbus. The 4-year-old Painesville boy is in stable condition. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced this morning a pharmacy benefit manager agreed to pay a record amount to settle a lawsuit filed by the state of Ohio. Tracy Townsend reports. We're talking about Centene Corporation and its subsidiary called Buckeye Health Plan. That settlement is $88 million. The attorney general claimed the corporation overbilled the state for pharmacy services. There is no admission of wrongdoing on the part of Centene. Uh, That's kind of standard in these sort of settlement agreements. Uh, I will accept an apology note that has a dollar sign and many zeros after it. I'm Tracy Townsend. A northwestern Ohio man accused of killing and burying his estranged wife was found dead in his jail cell over the weekend. ONN's Eric Brown has more. According to the Ottawa County Sheriff's Office, John Eichner was found unresponsive in his cell by a deputy after a lockdown and security check around 1130 Saturday night. EMS personnel were called and Eichner was found with a rope tied around his neck. He was later declared dead at an area hospital. Eichner was accused in the death of his estranged wife, 34-year-old Amber Eichner, whose body was eventually found buried in a backyard in South Toledo in April. Eric Brown, ONN News. Authorities in southwest Ohio are describing a major drug bust that took place last week. Owen and Steve Vaughn reports. Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones says narcotics agents stopped a box truck as it was making a delivery. We're looking at close to $3 million worth of drugs, weapons, cash. This by far is one of the largest. The stash included over 75,000 THC vape cartridges, around 40 pounds of psychedelic mushrooms, and multiple packages of THC edibles that look like candy. 22-year-old Michael Morales of Middletown is facing an array of drug charges. Steve Vaughn, ONN. 
The Ohio Public Defender's Office is arguing against legislation that would stiffen penalties related to hazing injuries and deaths at Ohio college campuses. The Toledo Blade reports a representative of the office testified before the Ohio House recently that, quote, it is important to remember that the individuals who are engaging in hazing have immature brains and suffer from deficiencies in judgment, end quote. The office added a criminal record could have lifelong consequences for students. The bill in question, House Bill 205, has gained renewed momentum after the hazing death of a Bowling Green student, 20-year-old Stone Foltz, in March. Less than a week after Lordstown Motors said the company may not be able to continue operations in a year from now, those leaders have resigned. More from ONN's Dave James. Lordstown Motors announced that CEO Steve Burns and CFO Julio Rodriguez have stepped down. Angela Strand, the company's lead independent director, has been appointed as executive chairwoman until a permanent CEO is found. In a statement, the company says it remains committed to delivering on their production. Lordstown Motors is located in a former General Motors plant and is ramping up to build electric pickup trucks. Dave James, I went in news. The owner of three coal-fired power plants in Ohio, Maryland, and Pennsylvania say that they will shut them down. ONN's Eric Brown has the details. Houston-based Genon Holdings says we'll shut down a generating unit at both Avon Lake Station on Lake Erie near Cleveland and Cheswick Station on the Allegheny River outside Pittsburgh by September 15th. It says we'll also shut down two generating units at a much larger facility in Maryland by June 2022. The website for the company explains the retirement of these coal units is being driven by economic conditions, increased costs, and the inability to compete with other generation types, among other things. Eric Brown, ONN News. On South Bass Island in Lake Erie, the town of Put-in Bay is booming again. Michael Sandlin reports. The boardwalk on Put-in Bay is once again packed with people and golf carts. Businesses are seeing a major boost and the change is massive. The owners say months of being in lockdown has made people want to make up for lost time. Still, one of the hurdles owners are facing is filling all of the jobs that were lost during the restrictions. And with businesses booming, it's more important than ever to be fully staffed. Owners are even offering incentives to bring in new employees. Michael Sandlin, reporting in Port Clinton. And CBS News and YouGov released a poll about how Americans feel about getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Some details from Angela Reigert. The poll finds 29% of adults surveyed will not get vaccinated or they're still deciding. 50% of that group say they're not getting vaccinated because it's, quote, still too untested. And when it comes to vaccine mandates in the workplace, about 56% of people say it should be allowed. I'm Angela Reigert. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.